Story Time with Grandma. The little ones all gathered around Grandma. Their upturned faces like sunflowers facing the sun. This was the part of the holidays that they liked best. Even the older ones, the teenagers, and the mums and dads made themselves available for story time with Grandma. It was a much loved family ritual because she was a fantastic storyteller. She made the wolves and the little pigs and the family of bears and the wicked witches so believable. Their characters developed beautifully in her skillful hands and her voice and her face and her actions made them come alive. Even when the children read the stories later, it was grandma's voice telling the story that they really remembered. But story time was beyond even that. It was about real stories, stories from her own past, her adventures around the world with grandpa who sat grumpily alongside in his rocking chair and could hardly be believed to have had any of those crazy escapades though everyone always believed them of grandma and what was equally good if not actually better stories about her children the little one's parents when they were kids these were the most fun because the particular adult about whom the story was would squirm with embarrassment and there would be great shrieks of laughter and plenty of good-natured teasing the room was full as always you would kick yourself mighty hard if you missed story time grandpa harumphed away in his rocking chair grandma beamed down at her audience today's story is about lena when she was very young four or five perhaps as young as you rohan and younger even than you ramya oh mom protested lena flushing trying to remember what it would have been that her mom was going to embarrass her with today she looked crestfallen but grandma on a story tale was a juggernaut she could only gird her loins and prepare for the ride her kids giggled with wicked delight This was their lucky day. Lena was always a clever thing even as a small girl. She used to listen to the grown-ups and learn things. Too often she didn't understand what she had heard and she would repeat these very adult sounding things and get herself in all kinds of trouble. Once when I had taken Hari and Lena to somebody's house I reminded them both to say thank you as we were leaving and Lena asked loudly for what they never gave us anything the hostess heard of course and it was so embarrassing but it happened to be true i had to explain to her later that while it was correct that one must be truthful one must also always be polite the tikes were hooting turning around and looking at Lena but this was an old story and the rest of us knew better stuff was coming now this is about a time when lena was sick radha came to our bedroom late one night 
and complained that Lena was muttering and moaning in her sleep and wouldn't shut up. It could have been just bad dreams, but it could also have been a delirium, like when you get very high fever. So I hurried over to check on her, and yes, she was fiery hot. I sent Radha off to sleep in my room, and I nursed Lena through that night. The bedsheets were all tangled with her kicking. Her face and neck were flushed and hot, but her hands and feet were cold, and her eyeballs were racing under her closed eyelids. I gave her some medicine and sponged her down to cut the fever. She had been playing out in the heat all day with her brothers, and I was hoping it might just be a touch of the sun. But when morning came and Lena was still flushed and delirious, I decided I'd better send for the doctor. And the good man came even before his breakfast, because he knew I wouldn't call him needlessly. He checked her out thoroughly, bending her hands and legs, looking into her eyes and down her throat with his torch. He listened to her breath and checked her racing pulse and tucked his thermometer into her armpit. Her temperature was 103, he said, but it didn't look serious. And with paracetamol and good home nursing, she should be running around again soon, not to worry. 103 is a very high temperature for a little girl, doctor. She's only five. But he reassured me, and he had seen me through plenty of scrapes with this brat pack. So though I was worried, I accepted his word. Just then, Lena started up in her bed and asked nervously, How much is my fever, doctor? Giving me a conspiratorial smile, he patted her arm and said she was not to worry because we would take care of all that. She was just to rest and obey her mother and soon she would be right as rain. But her face crumpled and she was ready to cry. You said 103, she whimpered. I heard you. I knew she would work herself up into a frenzy if we didn't tell her. So I told her it was 103, but she was not to fret and I'd be back as soon as I'd seen the doctor away. I was gone only a few minutes, but when I came back, she was sobbing and rubbing her face and eyes vigorously with the bedsheets. She pulled the sheets over her head when she saw me and tried to swallow her tears and fears, but the hiccups came bursting through. I tucked myself into the bed next to her and cuddled her and told her that she'd soon be fine, but she still blubbered and shuddered with sobs. So I stroked her lovingly and whispered songs in her ear until finally the sweet child fell into an exhausted sleep. Many of the babes in the audience were a bit wet-eyed by now. I sponged her and changed her wet clothes and cooled her fevered brow all day and dosed her regularly with her medicines. Often I'd catch her crying silently, though she would bravely try to stop when I appeared. But she wouldn't tell me what was upsetting her, no matter how gently or how insistently I asked. And she kept telling me to go away and leave her alone, not in a rude way, in a sweet, loving way. Go away, mum. You don't have to sit with me all the time. I kept telling her she'd be fine in a day or two and then I'd go away. 
and she'd smile at me weakly and weep some more. It was very odd behavior. When her brothers and sister came home from school, I sent them in to visit her and told them to be kind because she was very upset about something. She hugged them tight and cried copiously over them and told them she loved them. And Hari and Ramesh rushed out as fast as they could and even Radha came out saying there was something very strange going on. I took her a little soft food and as I was spooning it into her mouth, she said again that I shouldn't trouble so much with her. So I got very upset and told her strictly that she must tell me what she was so afraid of. She burst into great jagged sobs and cried and cried till she was exhausted. Now will you tell me what's going on? I said to her in a very firm voice. And finally, with many sniffings and rubbings of her eyes and nose, she admitted in a soft, soft voice. I know I'm going to die, Mum, and I don't want you to get sick and die because of me. Many of the little ones were now openly sobbing at poor Lina who was going to die. They knew she was in the room with us, but yet they were caught up in the spiraling emotion of the story. I didn't know whether to be relieved or angry. This poor little mite had been tormenting herself all day and I had only managed to get it out of her late in the evening. You're not going to die, you silly goose. Didn't you hear the doctor saying you'll be running around right as rain in a few days? He is lying, she wailed at me. He is lying because you said my fever is 103. Well, so what if it's 103? You'll get better. And it will come down again. But all this silly crying and fussing is making you ill and you can't get better till you stop it and relax. You're lying to me now, Mama. You're lying to me because I know I'm dying because I've got 103. And why would 103 make you die, young lady? I scolded, exasperated with her stubbornness. Because when Mohan, Uncle and Sita Auntie came here once and all you big people were talking, Sita Auntie said, no one can possibly live with a fever of 44. And Mohan, Uncle said, she should know because she's a nurse. And mine is 103, so I'm surely, surely going to die. And I don't want you to die because of me. So leave me alone, Mom, and I'll be brave and I'll try to die without crying. <laughs> By this time, the adults had started guffawing and throwing playful punches at Lena, who was red as a beetroot and some of the elder kids had figured it out too but the little ones were still looking befuddled. So grandma had to explain how you could die with a fever of 44 degrees if it was Celsius but still easily survive with 103 degrees if it was Fahrenheit. She compared it to meters and feet, which even the tots understood from when they had their height taken. And suddenly, they realized this was a funny story and that Lena was still amongst us and started laughing loudly with the slight hysteria which comes from the release of too much tension. I finally calmed her down and at long last she went to sleep peacefully. 
and the next morning she was just a normal sick girl cranky because she was hot and confined but not tearful or miserable as before and now that she knew she was going to live she wanted me near her every single minute telling her stories and singing her songs but i was so happy that she was at peace again that i never minded all the bother luckily she started getting better quickly and all of us are really happy lena didn't die that day but i'll never forget how sweetly she begged me to leave her alone so that i wouldn't die because of her grandma smiled lovingly upon her younger daughter and lena looked foolish and happy at the same time two of the tiddlers jumped up to give lena big hugs and thanked her for not dying with lena saying she was mighty thankful for that herself and wanting to save grandma when she was only 5 years old and so scared herself alina's kids smirked and told the others it was only natural for a tiny baby of 5 to get confused even kamajanli old grandpa patted the nearest heads and beamed at everyone and all of us felt this was another grand story since the room was overflowing with warmth and tenderness and family feeling which is exactly what makes grandma the best storyteller in the whole world and why none of us ever misses a single session of story time with grandma